one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Tragic. I am one of your co-hosts, Ryan Prusy. Joining me, as always, is my buddy, Alex Richman. Hey. Uh, Decided to change it up just a tiny bit. Yeah, I was uh, surprised. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what to say here. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I'm getting through it. <laughs> getting through it? All right. Yeah, uh, I'm having an okay week. So that's, good, that's good. a new one for this podcast. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, been playing a lot of Elden Ring. That's pretty much been my life <laughs> Same. Uh, lately. Um, so, yeah, we can talk about that a little bit. But uh, but what are you playing and watching lately? Well, uh, I told you a little bit about um, me playing this game called High on Life. Uh, if yes, you... so Justin Royland. Roy... I spell... say his last name? Uh, yeah, I think it's Roy... Royland. Royland. L-A-N-D, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just a fucking weird game. Uh, <laughs> Borderlands <laughs> like weird? A, uh, I think Borderlands weird, but to me, more funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I've never actually found Borderlands that funny. I just like the games. Yeah, I, I definitely have like laughed out loud playing this game. Okay. Um, you're like a, forced to be a space bounty hunter, and you have talking guns that are just really... Uh, I know you know, but I, I thought I'd give people background on why it's so stupid. <laughs> but, I actually uh, know nothing about this game. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. uh, kind of like, what was it, Stranger's Wrath for the living weapons? Uh, yeah, they'd talk to you and say really dumb stuff. JB Smoove is one of the guns. <laughs> and they have running commentary. Um <laughs> what a perfect man to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I mean, uh, if you know his improv skills from from Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a godsend at it. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, go on. Go yeah, on. he's he's one of the best guns though. I I love having him out cuz throughout the whole game they'll say completely different things than the other guns. So <laughs> But uh, the to connect to high on life, this is the thing I was telling you about off uh, off camera. Um, <laughs> in the game, there is an alien watching TV on your couch, and it's playing real movies. Uh, <laughs> and... Oh, I've heard. I have heard about this. You can, you can watch like a bunch of old, like full length, old ass cheesy movies. Yeah, and uh, one of the movies I ended up watching almost in full until a glitch happened was Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> I've uh, heard of Tammy and the T-Rex. Yeah, it's a fucking wild movie uh, <laughs> starring uh, Denise Richards and Paul Walker when he was like, he looks like he's 14 <laughs> in this movie. How old was Denise Richards? Uh, I don't know. Uh, she, like, I don't know. It's like her big time in the industry, it seemed like. so. When I was younger, I thought she was so goddamn attractive and the world <laughs> is not enough. <laughs> oh, that's right. I completely forgot she was in that. Goddamn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that movie is um, something else. Uh, Paul Walker's uh, consciousness gets put into a T-Rex. Uh, an animatronic T-Rex and they (laughs) (laughs) run him around town Uh, (laughs) there's so many fucking stupid things but uh, yeah I've caught a few for Tammy and the (laughs) T-Rex from 1994 (laughs) 
1994 Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, and then I watched uh, Amsterdam. Um, uh, It was okay. <laughs> Amsterdam. Uh, yeah, starring uh, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I was like, Amsterdam? It's just like, I don't know, that sounds like a mid-2000s movie starring Ewan McGregor or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, they definitely it felt like they tried a little bit too hard and there was some mm. issues with uh, the director, if I recall. But uh, my family, there really always? To watch it. yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but my family wanted to watch it, so I ended up watching it. It is definitely Oscar bait, uh, uh, but yeah. yeah, it's it's all right. But anyway, that's that's all I've been doing other than Elden Ring. So what about you? <laughs> um. So yeah, Elden Ring. I've watched um, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Finally, oh yeah, I love um, that movie. Absolutely, one of my favorite movies of the year. Just probably in my top three. Um, <laughs> it's just like if you're just a Nick Cage fan, it's such a movie for you. Like when I saw the face off guns, Alex, I was like, oh my god! Like I already knew that was a Chekhov's gun scenario, mm-hmm. and the way it played out was amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, me and my girlfriend do not really connect on comedies but she me and her both are just laughing her asses up at this um, That's awesome. and then everything everywhere all at once uh finally got to watch that and yep pretty much lived up to what everyone said uh mm-hmm. so pretty much a foot just a 10 out of 10 cut type of movie um i it's probably not gonna be my number one but if i was just based on my personal favorites but if i was looking at like what was the best made movie of 2022 that would probably be number one Mm -hmm. um it's just not my personal favorite but it is definitely like if anyone said that's their favorite movie ever i wouldn't even poo poo that at all Mm -hmm. um then i for whatever reason decided to watch a couple of uh documentaries on netflix i i know a lot of people don't like these type of documentaries but i really actually like the stranger than fiction type of documentaries Mm -hmm. Um, the Jinx, Wild Wild Country. Um, the Jinx is probably my all-time favorite documentary. Um, but this is was a DB Cooper documentary. Oh, nice! And uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, not the greatest in the world. I think they probably could have cut. They always make these things way longer than they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the Boston Arts uh, Museum, uh, the Stolen Art Museum, uh, mm-hmm. the Stolen Art from the Boston <laughs> Museum. I'm sorry uh documentary uh that was also pretty interesting both go completely unsolved which i'm kind of like i prefer it that way anyway it makes (laughs) it more interesting Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah my my least favorite part about some of these murder docs is just like i forgot who said this it might have been was it conan o'brien on his podcast where he's like you watch these documentaries (laughs) and the dead man will like have a note saying um Darren Waller did this. Oh, wait, no, that's a football player. I shouldn't say that. Um, I just pulled a name out of my hat. Darren Waller did not kill anybody. Um, you know, uh, Richard Brinker uh, killed <laughs> killed me. And they'll be like, huh. Did he really do it, though? <laughs> and they extended for eight episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is very true. Um my apologies to uh, Raiders tight end Darren Waller. So, um, <laughs> I know he's listening. He's a big fan. Um, I, then I watched Black Adam. Um, Oof. 
Yeah, that's a rough one, Alex. Uh, boy, and I'm not trying to sound like a DC hater. Um, uh, it's just like, it's just it kind of, I really checked out in the third act, man. I just was the most generic bad guy I might have ever seen in my entire mm-hmm. life. He was so boring. And they were just... It just what? felt like such a movie from 2006. Remember when we talked about Dr. Fate? And I was like, do you think they'll explain Dr. Fate's powers for like 15 seconds? And you're like, yeah, probably. They didn't explain them at all. No. They just said, yeah, like... he gets possessed. And then yeah. sometimes when he's in a suit, he's still talking like Pierce Brosnan. I'm like, mm-hmm. is he possessed? He seems to be in complete control right now. Yeah. I really liked him in that. He was probably the best part. Oh, no, he was part. actually the best part. He's the yeah. best part of the movie by far. Uh, walks in dramatically into every scene. Mm-hmm. Every single scene he comes in just taking his helmet off in a very dramatic way, but I love him yeah. for it. Looking suave. Um, he does look <laughs> good for his age, man. That head of hair, too. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. But uh, Aldous Hodge was fine. Um, I just didn't really care about their friendship. Yeah, um, they definitely all. pushed and that. I, they pushed it, and you were just like, "Are they friends?" Like you weren't even really sh- like you weren't sure just the history of the mm-hmm. two. Um, there just wasn't enough time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I just thought it was weird that this kid is obsessed with all these superheroes, but he doesn't know who Shazam is. And yeah, the dude even has to say the Rock has to say Shazam to become Black Adam. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. The part that had me dying laughing was when they're on the plane and I think it's the tornado lady mm-hmm. um, says the demon blah, blah, blah is uh, over here. I'm like the, the plane knows the demon's name. <laughs> Jesus. We couldn't have given this exposition. We couldn't have given this exposition 10, ti- 10 seconds of more thought to introduce the villain. I, I was like, just so it was just lazy. All right, and then I've just been playing a shit ton of Elden Ring and a shit ton of Bloodborne. That's literally all I've been playing is from software games. So my heartbeat is just permanently racked right yeah. now. Um, <laughs> but um, it is nice just going around playing Elden Ring and just having a podcast on exploring. Um, eventually, running to something that uh, two shots me because I'm a mage. Um, <laughs> um, what class are you? Uh, I'm I'm just a big colossal weapon man. Big colossal weapon. What's your vitality? Uh, thirty nine. Okay, the minimum should be forty. Okay. Um, and then when you get closer to end game, it should be closer to sixty. Okay. So just, yeah, that's a vitality so important in these games. Um, and yeah, yeah I just I'm put a, everything into into strength. So that's... you and me. <laughs> Could not be more opposite where I am crazy <laughs> cosmic lady that likes to throw moons at people. Um, <laughs> and um, I absolutely adore it for that. I don't know if I would be into this game if I couldn't be. And people might say mage is easy mode. I completely disagree because if I run into even a remotely fast enemy, mm-hmm. it gets problematic for me. It gets yeah. very, I have to be like, wolves, wolves, come save me. <laughs> um, and to the people that say um, if you use summons or spirits that uh, you're making it too easy, fuck off. People can play the game however they want. They're in the game for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really hate purists. Of, I'm yeah. one of these fans, but man, the purists of that community can be quite toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And that's 
pretty much it for me. I can't really think uh, of anything else. Uh, well, I've been I started reading Norse mythology, Norse mythology oh, by Neil nice. Gaiman. So yeah, it's it's <laughs> very interesting. It's kind of it's a like oh, I wrote this is like a novel form. Like it's actually told in like a story rather than like historical or Norse historical things. Like I mm-hmm. like how it's written. It's interesting. No, I, I didn't even. I thought it was like a when I heard Neil Gaiman did it. I thought it was like a um, comic book or something. I had no idea it was an actual novel. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I think there is a <laughs> there has to be a graphic novel version. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what <laughs> were you gonna say? I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I was going to go back to Black Adam for a second, and uh, I was going to ask you a very important question. Yes. Uh, did the hierarchy of power in the DC universe change at all after watching Um, that? I don't know, because The Rock had to come out and be like, we made more than Captain America First Avenger. <laughs> um, Which is a movie pretty much marketed toward only America. Yeah. So, that's a weird way to do that i just feel bad for him because he's trying to push this movie so hard and it's just not working mm-hmm. um like he's just like trying to it almost seems like he's trying to make himself feel better about how the situation has played out yeah and we'll get into the news about even if he's gonna come back yeah that's, um, true. that's probably a big chunk <laughs> yeah yeah there's quite a bit there um i honestly couldn't write down all of it because there was just so much and so many like complications. I'm like, I don't really understand everything right now. Mm. Um, so, but all right, let's get into the news. We have a bunch of trailers to talk about and we, you know, we were gone while Brazilian comic-con happened. So we'll be talking about some older news and stuff, but just bear with us. Um, cause bear with us, Alex, for the trailer of cocaine bear. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I am so excited for this movie. I'm it's so gonna be excited something. for this movie. I don't <laughs> think it's going to be good, but it's going to be a theater experience for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, where everyone, it's just going to be, I want an LA type crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> uh, what would you think of it? Uh, ooh, uh, I mean, I'm excited for it. I have no idea if it's going to be accurate to the true story. No, it's not. It's not at all. <laughs> It's not at all. I think that I think maybe it might have just ate the cocaine and died. Yeah, I, I think that sure. was the case. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, I, oh, man, who is this? Is actually who's... from the 80s too. I think that happened in the 80s or the 90s. It was a long uh, time ago because it was during like Pablo Escobar. I think it was a Pablo Escobar oh, damn. plane, or something <laughs> like that. Something like that. It was some high level drug lord's cocaine that dropped out. So it was some good shit. <laughs> well i heard that uh i think it's elizabeth banks said yes that... she's directed yeah she directed it oh incredible. really i didn't know she directed it i she's, thought she's, she's direct- in it. that's awesome no she's directing it <laughs> uh apparently she said that um the cocaine bear would beat the revenant bear in any fight that could possibly happen <laughs> so <laughs> not by cgi um <laughs> that's true <laughs> um now we're talking special effects here. But yeah, no, the trailer looks fun. It looks like exactly it knows what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you need for this kind of movie. Yeah, more um, movies need to be doing that. A lot yes. of them are taking it way too seriously. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, speaking of taking it not so seriously, the Barbie trailer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I saw the third shot of the sunset, I was like, oh, my fucking God. And then I saw the shoe instead of the the skull 
Mm-hmm. I was like, they're actually, and then the music started playing. I was like, they're actually fucking parodying 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> and it might be one of the best trailers that have come out, that's come out this year by fucking mm-hmm. far. It is such, I'm like, I'm going to see this because it seems like they exactly know what to do with this. Like, if they're going to do this type of trailer, I think the movie's going to have that same sort of te- cheek and tongue type of tone, tongue and cheek mm-hmm. type of tone. Uh, but what did you think of the Barbie trailer? I have absolutely no idea what to think about this trailer. <laughs> I I will go see it though, just because I am so confused on what they're going for. Uh, we got so... we got a new costume for men to dress up as for Ryan Gosling cosplay, mm-hmm. so that's good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's gonna be and Simu uh, Lee. I how do you uh, Simu Lu? Simu Lu, um, yeah. If we mispronounce his name, we apologize. Um, we're two basic white boys, um, but yeah, no. It, I think it. I don't know what this movie's gonna be, but I'm glad that they showed this trailer because it gives me an idea of they know what they have and what to, mm-hmm. what to do with it. So, could be cool. All right, now uh, the next trailer we got here is uh, Indiana Jones. And the Dial of Destiny, and uh, it releases June thirtieth. I'm gonna say something negative before we just get all positive here. I do not like that title. Yeah, I do not. I. It's easily the worst of the five. Actually, as much as Keenan with the Crystal Skull is a bad movie, it's a cool fucking title. Yeah. <laughs> Dial of Destiny. It's just like. You know, like, uh, there's so many jokes of Destiny, never heard of her. Um, <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, am I calling Destiny's child? What's happening? Um, I just, yeah, it, it looks like fun, though. Phoebe Waller mm-hmm. Bridge. We got some Mads Mikkelsen's as a neo, uh, as a neo Nazi, as a uh, old school <laughs> Nazi. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, and man, is he the Grand Slam winner of uh, just popular IPs that he's been in? Yeah, he's like definitely been there. Yeah, I think he only has Lord of the Rings to go. <laughs> and that could happen. <laughs> I don't think it will. I, I He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's just good. I mean, he was in Harry Potter uh, or Fantastic Beasts uh, 3. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe, you know, just for the paycheck, but yeah, no, I mean, he's on Star Wars. He's done, um, okay, he's Indiana Jones. I'm trying to think of what else he's been in now. Death Stranding. <laughs> that kind of counts. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God, I just know there's been more. I'll think of it throughout the mm. podcast. But what did you think of the trailer? Uh, it feels like it captures a little bit more of what the, the old movies had. Mm-hmm. Um. I I just I don't know. It has that feeling that I'm very worried about it. I'm excited I'm to see Harrison him. again. Yeah, <laughs> but the de aging thing. He'll be eighty one when this movie comes out. Oh my god, that's crazy to think about. I think eighty one. I'd have to do. I'd have to check. But yeah, that's, yeah, that is crazy to think about. Yeah, the de aging though in this is absolutely oh insane. Like, oh god, yeah, it, that yeah. looked really good. And so, they held on for it for a while, so you know they're confident in it. Mm-hmm, definitely. Like they held on that shot for <laughs> a few seconds. It wasn't mm-hmm. quick. It wasn't yeah. like Tarkin or Leia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, thank goodness for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, otherwise it'd just be creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, or like the de-aging and it chapter two on the kids. Oh, I don't oh, even was... remember that. Uh, uh, I, no, I pushed it, just, it out of it my memory. So it's yeah, because that's a bad movie. Um, <laughs> Which right. sucks because part one was really good. <laughs> I think we have we just come to the conclusion that you can't do the adults well. Yeah, I think so. Because that's the both cases with both the miniseries, and it is a miniseries. I know a lot of people think it's a movie. It is a miniseries mm. that aired on ABC. Um, mm. I think ABC. ABC or CBS, one of the two. Yeah. Um, shout out to Tim Curry. Shout out to Tim Curry. <laughs> yes. And um, But yeah, both both sections of the adults and both of those are not good. Mm-hmm. Even the book. That section's not good. <laughs> Like, I think it's just like, I think it's just because like they're adults. And when they get scared, it's just not as terrifying for you uh, when you're watching younger kids and they're way more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I think that just adds to fear factor a bit more. Yeah. But anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer. Um, Yep. I am ready to be destroyed. Mm -hmm. That's all I can take away from this trailer. The tiny rocket raccoon looks adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna cry for sure yes <laughs> yes um, i cry every time i watch volume two that ending oh, gets damn. me every <laughs> yeah it just hits me on a very personal mm-hmm. note um but yeah um this looks like a lot of fun uh how do you because we only saw him a little bit how do you feel about teenage groot uh i mean the design he, in particular he's all right Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel enough. Of, he looks like Vin he... Diesel's physique. <laughs> That's I true. That was, I wonder if that was the idea. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it looks fun. I, it's just very quick imagery. So, you know, it's just like kind of a bit of a, more of a teaser trailer than the full mm-hmm. trailer here. But yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Can't wait to see it. Yep. And a great 90s song to. To push us. Yes, to... yes, yes. <laughs> um, he always pulls out those underrated jams. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, Alex, uh, did you grow up on Transformers Beast Wars? Uh, yes. More okay. the action figures than the actual show. <laughs> okay. I grew up on the show, not the action figures, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so Transformers Rise of the Beast trailer. Um, it was pretty cool seeing Cheetor. I won't lie. <laughs> and this is not going to be Michael Bay directed. Mm-hmm. So I have a bit more hope. <laughs> yeah. Just like with Bumblebee, because <laughs> I actually really, really enjoyed Bumblebee. I thought that was a... Mm-hmm. God, that had such a good soundtrack. Um, but yeah, this looks cool. I can't wait. Um, I actually can't wait. I actually do want to see this. I This will be the first Transformers movie I've seen in the theater since the second one. Mm-hmm. I want to say because I didn't even see Bumblebee in theaters. I just heard it was really good. Then it was eventually on Hulu or something. Yeah, and then I watched it. But uh, what do you think? Uh, it definitely is more up my alley than the last few. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it had more of an actual. I'm just gonna say an actual tone to it. Yeah, <laughs> instead yeah. of just a completely blah. Yeah. The so whole I feel thing like a giant commercial. commercial. Yeah. yeah. They here's actually talk Pepsi, to each here's other. Here's a Pepsi can flying <laughs> by the screen in an explosion. Yeah. Like, that's, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And so, I mean, some new people in it. I mean, they always do that, but there's some people I actually like. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give it a shot. Um, I, I'm willing to do, I'll probably wait for the reviews first. Um, and then, like, I'll probably just watch it and streaming if people are like, that's okay. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just wait for Paramount Plus then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it looks, it was cool. It was really cool seeing um, Optimus Primal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just, that's just really fucking cool. Like, I never thought I'd see that in live action. Uh, now, give me my Gargoyles live action movie. I know. That uh, apparently Jordan Peele pitched and then Disney turned down. Yeah, that would have been so freaking good. He did and Us just... instead. When I checked out the timeline of that, he went and did Us after that. Because mm-hmm. this was after Get Out that he pitched Oh, damn. It. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Last of Us full trailer. Uh, we finally got our full trailer. Uh, we finally see Bella Ramsey act as Ellie, and uh, I really like her. Mm-hmm. She fits the role very well. I like that little fun moment. Um, we see Troy Baker in there, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. NFT. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm not. I, yeah, I'm not gonna forgive that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Johnson, uh, the wonderful Ashley Johnson, seems to be Ellie's mom. Mm-hmm. Um. Excuse yeah. me, I had to cough. Um, but yeah, it, this looks really, really good. Um, and the, the dude that looks like that seems to be playing David looks much different than David. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like when I think I checked, uh, I don't know, must have been somewhere in November. I actually checked the cast. I said, wait, wait, have they ever announced who David David's playing? And a lot of people speculated it would be Troy Baker. And I was like, mm-hmm. there's no fucking way that's going to happen. That would break our, <laughs> that's just way too meta. That's way too meta. That's getting way too far with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? Uh, if, I, that, if that actually happened. <laughs> well, I, I'm i going to be honest with you. I've only played through half of the game. I've only watched it as a, oh, that's fine. Uh, a playthrough. You can have but, an opinion on it still. Like. Yeah. Well, I know how uh, volatile the community is about the, this game. So <laughs> I well, was just it's, putting it's it up. Particularly the second game that people are more volatile from. And then there's a little bit of volatileness with the DLC because it was forced wokeness, which I'm like, you people no. literally don't even Jeez. understand what that word means. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember pe- watching all those that. people it was need great. dictionaries for Christmas. Um. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, in general, I'm I'm very excited about this. I I'm even oh, the take on me. Oh, the take on yeah. me game playing. Oh my I god! I even got my like family into this uh this show now because they're like really excited after watching this trailer. Yeah, it so, looks it looks so good. Yeah, this really is gonna good. pull in like an entire new audience. I can already tell. Like it's gonna be absolutely nuts for this franchise. So I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> it, it just. We're less than a month away, um, oh, which is insane. Um, Get ready to then, cry in the first episode. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then uh, this show actually just dropped uh, today, I believe. Or it might have been yesterday, and I was too busy playing uh, Elden Rain to notice. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Oppenheimer trailer. Mm. Uh, this came out, Christopher Nolan's movie about the making of the first nuclear bomb right mm-hmm. that's what i gathered from the trailer i actually <laughs> haven't really watched like looked too much into this movie besides the insane cast mm-hmm. which we only really see killian murphy in this trailer 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the main character in this. And I, what a great choice because he's already kind of played this character with Sunshine. Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> dude that made a bomb that he might regret a little bit. <laughs> so he's already in his wheelhouse. Um, ooh, Sunshine. I should recommend that sometime. No, that would be a good fucking one. movie. Yeah. Great fucking movie. The third act is weird, but <laughs> <laughs> turns into a random slasher out of nowhere. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, I think most people they listen to this podcast, they've seen Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Um all right, but did you have any thoughts on the trailer? Uh I unfortunately have not watched it yet. Uh, okay. I haven't had the chance to. So. It's very dialogue driven. Okay. Well, it's I'm, very, I'm it looks really that. cool. It looks yeah. really cool. I'm just glad he's doing smaller scale things that feel big. I don't know if that mm-hmm. makes sense. No, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um Dunkirk was a big movie, but in terms of how big is other movies? Like this feels closer to the prestige in terms of hmm. just in, interpersonal, like just like the scale of it. Like it's just more about going to be just people talking most of the time, mm-hmm. um, which I'm fine with. I, I honestly love that as long as the dialogue's good. All right. Let's get into our actual news here. And Jesus Christ, we have a lot. Um, <laughs> Sifu being turned into a live action movie uh, with John Wick creator Derek Kolstad uh, writing the script. Mm-hmm. I'm super mm-hmm. excited for this. This is kind of a match made in heaven type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I, I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't know how to feel about it just in As general for being a story because I can't. I wonder how they'll bring in the mechanics, I guess, to mm, the actual mm, movie. So mm. that could be pretty interesting. I haven't played uh, the game. I've watched some people play it, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's on my uh, to eventually playlist. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping so, PS Plus next year. <laughs> um, yeah, the the thing to it that is uh, making me wonder what they're going to do in the movie is every time you die, you get older. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I get a raid with that. Yeah, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Or it could just you can just go full meta with it, kind of That's like true. a run, run, Lola run kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I love that movie by the way, Run, Lola run. <laughs> Great movie. Um, all right, Yellow Jacket season two will premiere March twenty fourth, twenty twenty three, and is renewed for season three ahead of its premiere. <laughs> oh, already. Damn. <laughs> so they liked whatever they saw. Mm-hmm. Um, have you finished Yellow Jackets? Have you started it? Uh, I have only watched two episodes of it, so okay. I don't know enough to really. Yeah, give I won't. Any... I won't say anything more then. But I'm okay. just, I'm really happy that the show is uh, being turned into what feels like my next lost in a lot of ways. No, oh, um, dang, um, and that's saying something from you. Dang, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I I love me some Lost. Um, besides that second and actually, people are always like, I love the first three seasons, and then it falls off the cliff. I'm like, no, it fell off the cliff in seasons two and three, and then the show actually got good when it just embraced its insanity, mm-hmm. in my opinion, at least. Um, like season four to me is actually the most grounded. It's just a bunch of dudes coming into an island to try to capture Ben. Mm-hmm. That's really the entire plot <laughs> of that <Damn>. season. <laughs> and I just appreciated that because like five you get into the crazy time travel. Um, which I I'm a sucker for time travel, so I loved all that shit. But mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm super excited for this. Um 
I uh, love the cast. Um, what's her name? Um, God, one of the actresses from Yellow Jackets is in uh, Scream, uh, the new Scream movie. Oh. Um, and speaking of Scream, Scream 6 to release on March 10th, 2023, and is, um, is yeah, to be released on March 10th, 2023. And uh, no um, Nev Campbell, but we are getting Courtney Cox back. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine, uh, I'm, I'm thinking Courtney Cox might die in this one. Yeah. Um, Seems like they're kind of getting rid of the old guard. And they're just doing it the the Star Wars sequel strategy there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get rid of one of them every movie, mm-hmm. um, which is fine with me. Yeah, um, that, that's a good move for a slasher franchise. franchise so. Yeah, especially yeah. one that isn't afraid to kill off main characters, really, mm-hmm. except for the core three. And then we're getting Hayden Panettiere back from Scream mm-hmm. Four. Uh, Kirby, who is. Um, Actually, probably my all-time favorite Scream character, even though she was... Oh, damn. I just I loved her vibe. I loved the way she dressed. I was like, I want that leather jacket she has. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just excited. And it's going to be in uh, New York City, too. Hmm. So, so that's a little bit school. of a change up. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the trailer, <laughs> you could see um, um, the, w- the what's-her-name from Ready or Not with the bandolier. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a like it's during Halloween, so like everyone's wearing a costume. You see Jason, you see um, Pinhead, uh, so they had a <laughs> lot of like horror references in there, um, which was fun. All right, now let's get into this um, HBO Warner Brothers Discovery Have a Blue. Um, mm. Wonder Woman three is canceled, as well as James Gunn confirmed that a young Superman movie is on the slate for the new DCU. However, it won't be an origin film and won't star Henry Cavill. More details are sent to be announced about the future of DC films in early 2023. Um, I'm just going to kind of put these all together here. Westworld being removed from HBO Max. Warner Brothers Discovery might simply drop the HBO from HBO Max and call its new service Max. Um, I just want to say HBO Max for me has been my top streaming service, and that is really not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. I just this is shitty. Removing Westworld's like, dude, not everyone can afford these sixty dollars seasons on mm-hmm. you know. I imagine Westworld seasons are not cheap to buy. <laughs> They've got to be 30, 40 bucks. Yeah, um, they are. Okay, yeah. So, it just feels kind of gross. Um, the James Gunn thing, I get it. I think you and me have been talking about it. Like, they got to fully just kind of pull the Band-Aid off. Mm-hmm. I was happy that Henry Cavill, I thought it was actually just going to be a one and done, and then they would just give it to someone else. That was honestly yeah. my thought. They were just going to give him his own Superman movie, but apparently... Um, that's just not going to be the case anymore. I feel bad for him. Um, but uh, it's just, unfortunately, it's just kind of the business. Yeah. Um, but uh, what do you think of all of this shit? Uh, I mean, what a loss uh, for HBO. That's such a bad move. There's going to be so many more losses, like uh, so many creative works that are just going to be gone from that platform in yeah, the next couple weeks, next couple months. Yeah. Who's going to want to go there? <laughs> yeah. But uh, as for the DC side, I, as much as I am sad about Henry Cavill not getting another chance, 
um it it, it is what needs to happen it everything is just an absolute mess uh with the with the movies um and apparently what else can you do cut, they just cut the wonder woman and superman cameos out of the flash movie at this point just cancel the movie yeah and yep. and aquaman too just like i know that there's so much money put into these but like just put them out on streaming only or mm-hmm. something um Maybe don't cancel them. That's too harsh. But just release them on streaming at this point. I don't know about theatrical mm-hmm. release, but like, uh, it's it's just it's such a disaster right now. Just through and through. I'm glad that they're finally just ripping off the band aid. The Flash and the Aquaman will be just send off essentially for a DCEU, and mm-hmm. then they'll start fresh. Yeah, and I, I believe in. Uh, um, I do too. James Gunn. So he seems to care about DC characters a lot, and yeah. I I think he's gonna be writing it. Yeah, I think it? so. Yeah, okay. I think I remember hearing that. Uh, he's not going to be directing. I, plus, I can't honestly see him directing a Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't really seem like a saying. Even though he did produce Brightburn. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is ironic. Um, but alright. Let's get into some happy news. Mike Flanagan, our beloved Mike Flanagan, will develop a <laughs> series on Amazon based on the acclaimed Stephen King book series, The Dark Tower. Mm. Oh my Hell god, yeah. this is such a right move i've said this for years like why is a dark tower even being thought of as a movie Mm -hmm. um but yeah this is also again just kind of a match made in heaven here yeah a sprawling universe that is done by stephen king by a beloved director for horror projects uh i love stephen king obviously that's just adores him yeah this is gonna be like fucking amazing hopefully <laughs> midnight mass is the best stephen king inspired thing i've ever seen mm-hmm. like that shit is straight up stephen king-esque yeah it's very keen all right yeah more amazon news here uh amazon and final talks for the rights to a warhammer 40k uh series adaption with henry cavill attached to star <laughs> and executive produce um well, he went from one love to another. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm sure he's happy. Um, and he's executive producing, so he'll... I'm, he probably got that executive producer credit because he does not want the same thing to happen to The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, to happen to Warhammer. Like, he wants to have some creative decisions there. Yeah. Um, this is his dream thing. He doesn't want yes. it in anybody else's hands. Yes, so. yes. So... <laughs> I'm super excited for this. Um, actually, I'm thinking eh, this might get me in the Warhammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? Uh, yeah, I've actually after that news, I've been uh, watching a few of the uh, lore channels on uh, YouTube, and oh man, mm. it's gonna be it's gonna be rough bringing this to TV or the big screen or whatever because this is the most depressing like universe that you could possibly think of. So I'm kind of oh, interested. Cool. I'm kind of in. Yeah. And everybody, <laughs> everybody is a bad guy. It, it just does not matter what, uh, what faction you are. So I, I'm very interested to see where they go with this. I know Warhammer has a lot of influence from Dune too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, this is a weird one. Donald Glover just, uh, set the star in and produced a movie based on the Spider-Man villain, the hypno hustler. Yeah. As is the case with all this, that long pause was me just 
in disbelief. Um, with all of Sony's live-action Marvel movies, Spider-Man himself won't be a part of the project. Oh, my God. I would just say to this. Who is the hypno? We did this with El Moreto. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah, El Muerto. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're doing it with Donald Glover with another villain. I'm like, who? And it, it, it makes me sad, too, because it's like, you know, we all know how big he is into, like, the Spider-Man universe. And yeah. he got to be the the uncle who uh, eventually becomes the Prowler in the, the first uh, movie. Yes, um, which I but, hope still happens. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on there, because that could lead into a really great character that mm-hmm. he would be perfect playing instead of whatever this is going to be. I honestly yeah, I, have no idea. I mean, I have faith in him. I for, do too, but this is weird. Like, yeah, it's super weird. Um, Yeah, and a lot of people have actually recently been fan casting um, the, um, one of the kids from the Chucky TV show mm-hmm. uh, for Miles. Oh, that's and he'd cool. be perfect, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd be perfect for it, actually. I, I really think so. All right. Um, the new Tomb Raider game will be released by Amazon Games. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Um, Very weird. <laughs> um, did you play... How many of those have you played, the new trilogy? Uh, two of the new trilogy. I haven't played the newest one. I, we're both in the same boat. I never played Shadow. I actually own the Steelbook for it. <laughs> but Yeah, I, I think I like, own it, too. It was like 20 bucks at GameStop for the Steelcase. Um, mm. So I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll buy it. Mm. Um, all right, I got nothing really to say there other than I'm excited, actually. I hope Camila Bloodington uh, mm. comes back for the role because I, mm. I really like her. Um, I think the first thing I saw her in was Californication. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, and I was like, who is this very attractive woman? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. When this happened at the game the Game Awards, I teared the fuck up. Kevin Conway will voice Batman as his oh, final performance man. in Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh, this wrecked me. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so excited, though. Mm-hmm. Cool little send-off that he's doing a Rocksteady game, though. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Uh, what do you think? Because I knew he was going to be in it, but I did not think... I wasn't sure if it was going to be Kevin. Yeah, I didn't even think that it was gonna be Kevin. That's that was a crazy reveal. Um, Very cool, and, and I I think it'll it'll hopefully be a good send off or a, a legend. Yeah. So yeah. All right. This one uh, I was freaking the fuck out. Death Stranding two announced. <laughs> yep. I actually really love the first game. I think it's very underrated. I understand why people are like, I hate that game. I'm like, yep, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna poo-poo that. Um, but uh, did you play it? Uh, I played a little bit of it. I plan okay, on going back people. now that there's a second one. Yeah, um, I really do actually enjoy that game. The end game is a little bit like when you get to the snowy mountain areas. <laughs> it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a game that's really just kind of worth the very weird journey you go through yeah 
including that very weird Mario Brothers and Peach reference that happens in a cutscene. <laughs> um, I was like, this is the most Kojima shit I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just this moment on this beach. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Um, but yeah, I'm I I'm actually kind of hoping we play as Leah Sado. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that'd be really cool. I love um, fragile. Uh, it's not fra- she's not fragile. She's fragile. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right. Um, and then uh, this is kind of you know just more Death Stranding here. Hideo Kojima's Kojima Productions has partnered with Barbarian executive producer Alex Lem. Lebovici's Hammerstone Studios to develop and produce a movie based on Death Stranding. It would make sense to make a TV show because, Alex, the ending of Death Stranding is a Lord of the Rings Return of the King's extended cut length of a cutscene. <laughs> Classic Kojima. <laughs> it's literally, I think, three and a half hours. <laughs> Holy shit. Like you gotta, you gotta be prepared, be prepared to not have any kids if you play that game, because <laughs> you're gonna miss out a lot otherwise. <laughs> but uh, this is just a weird choice because it's like, is this gonna be eight to ten movies? <laughs> um. Also, Barbarian. I've heard some. I, I love Barbarian. Um. I actually never asked you how you felt about Barbarian. I think we might have talked about it. I, oh, I, I don't was, remember. Yeah, I, I was a fan of it. It was a trip for sure. Yes. That, well, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> yeah, spoiler, complete... spoiler alert. It skipped a minute. Yeah. Um, a minute. Yeah, that complete random change right in the middle of the movie to a very different movie for like a good half hour was uh, just blew my mind. <laughs> it's a bit of a whiplash for sure. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this. Uh, I just I'm just wondering how you even do this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just considering, yeah, some of these cutscenes and just the premise of Death Stranding, like they full on give you so much exposition, and you're so like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> just. Well, it, I do have to ask though. Um, mm-hmm. Who do you think they're gonna get to play the main character? <laughs> Oh God, I'm thinking Charlie Day. He seems just oh, yeah. perfect for it. Um, <laughs> Charlie Day, and uh, let's get some Kevin Sorbo in here. He's a good dude, oh, right? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. That garbage a, man. Yeah, what a childhood ruined with that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I was never into him <laughs> or knew what I was like. I know this dude's a a, a person, but that's about it. That's the mm-hmm. extent. All right. A new Fear Straight movie is in the works from Watcher director Chloe Okuno. Um, I'm super happy. Apparently they want to make a Fear Street cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Um, the FFCU. I'm, um, or the FSCU. I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> now I want the Fear Factor cinematic universe. <laughs> um, but uh, did you watch the trilogy? Uh, I watched two of the three. And, and okay. I really enjoyed what I did see. It was it, it surprised me some of the kills. Yeah, so. the first one is a little too scream for me. Mm-hmm. Just and oh my god, the the needle drops in that movie. We're just like, this is a bit much. All right, <laughs> especially in the first like 20, 25 minutes. All right, last piece of news, and probably honestly, <laughs> maybe the most important news. 
Uh, for the first time in 25 years, the Pokemon anime will not feature Ash and Pikachu, but follow two new characters with the starters from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Ash and Pikachu will get a special send-off. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, I was shocked by this. Yeah. Uh, we did not talk about that he won, he became league champion, he became world champion, essentially. Fine. Which was... And he had Gengar <laughs> on his team. Is that a coincidence? I think not, folks. <laughs> um... But they've already shown images of Ash meeting Butterfree from Bye Bye Butterfree. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna be a wreck! <laughs> oh my god. I can just think about that episode and start tearing up. Oh mm-hmm. boy. Um, yeah, what do you think? Uh, I mean, what an end to an... an I wouldn't say an empire, 25 but... years, dude. It's yeah. insane. <laughs> Yeah, that, insane. Ash has got to be at least in his uh, mid thirties now. <laughs> and you know, in like ten <laughs> years, we're gonna see grown up Ash. Yeah. And then we're gonna be forty old men going, "Oh, it's our boy." <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm happy and sad because now a new generation can enjoy new characters that they love, mm-hmm. and I think yep. that's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's just quite the generation like kind of legacy type characters like ash and pikachu you can say that almost anyone mm-hmm. they're gonna know who they are like even yeah. Ash, yeah at this point so it's like it's... asking bat who or if you know who batman is or superman in the world, yeah, like pikachu. Yeah. yeah especially pikachu <laughs> like pikachu getting a send off is kind of crazier in a way mm-hmm. he's the mascot of pokemon he always has been yep. um or you can argue jigglypuff eevee um, some of the others, you know, but all right, let's get to, oh. um, oh, one more thing. Uh, I was actually going to add one. Have you seen the trailer for, uh, the full length trailer for the whale? No, I have not. What'd okay. You think? Uh, Ooh, man, I am definitely going to watch it. Not Just like, not... An, ooh, man, bad. But... Oh yeah. <laughs> Just, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough on is... the tear ducts. Yes, it is going to break my heart. <laughs> I, <laughs> because he got nominated for his Golden Globe. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he got nominated, so he should be getting nominated for that Oscar too. Mm-hmm. Which this will be the first Oscars I will watch just to see if he wins. Yeah, that would be the the dream win. <laughs> Seeing him go on stage, he's not going to be able to hold it together either. No, he's not. <laughs> knowing knowing him. Um, and how just sweet he is, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm super excited for that movie though. Um, mm-hmm. and then I think next episode it'll be January 6th, I believe, when we do our next episode, we can give our top ten movies and top ten shows if you want, Alex. Okay, sounds um, good. Um, I just thought we should do that because we still, I still have a couple movies I want to watch. I want to see Glass Onion before I put out my oh, top yeah. ten because mm-hmm. I already know that's going to be somewhere in there. I just don't know where it's going to spot. And yeah. then I also have to watch Emily the Criminal, which just came out on Netflix. I oh, need to watch that's that. right. Yeah, yeah that so. looks good. All right. So our Game Awards tallies, <laughs> Alex. Oh, the, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I actually went back. I listened to the podcast with the list and meticulously <laughs> just. And uh, the winner, I won by three points. Mm-hmm. It was just one point for each category. Uh, Yumi got a both. You mean we're either both completely right or completely wrong most of the time? <laughs> we either <laughs> scored together or not at all. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was just three differences. I can't remember the third one. 
but one of them was best ongoing game. Mm-hmm. I forgot what you picked. I picked Final Fantasy fourteen. I think I picked Destiny. You was... did. You did. Yeah. Right? You and then uh, yeah, you picked with your heart twice with these two. Yeah, um, unfortunately. And then uh, Elden Ring. I picked Elden Ring for Game of the Year. You picked God of War, which. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as God of War started winning any every other category, I was like, "Oh, they're giving it to Elden Ring." Yep, they're giving it to Elden Ring. Like, I know how War Shores shows work, and that's just how that's just how mm. it is, man. Uh, people complain about that all the time at the Oscars. Like, mm-hmm. how can the best director win but not the best picture? I'm like, because this is just what they fucking do. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just how it always has worked. But um, I am the victor, and uh, kiss my feet, Alex. All right. <laughs> Um, uh, pizza time yeah pizza time baby uh <laughs> i'll have a medium uh cheese pizza with extra red sauce from celestinos please um all right <laughs> <laughs> extra red sauce my friend because when i put that motherfucker in the toaster oven i still want it to have a good moistness i want that <laughs> motherfucker dry that's fair <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's the secret people get the extra red sauce or whatever sauce it's going to help your uh, pizza whenever you reheat it. Mm. It's a good little trick. I, literally, my toaster oven is just a pizza heater. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this giant block in my kitchen that takes up so much room. But, like, it's for my pizza only. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's get to our recommendations. Uh, who should go first? Uh, I can go first if you want. Sure. Um, so... My recommendation is on Paramount Plus. Uh, it is a new show that uh, just came out, and it's ending its first season in two episodes, I believe. It is called Tulsa King, uh, starring Sylvester Stallone. Ah. Uh, it is about um, a mob uh, a capo. Is that? Mm-hmm. I think that. Yeah, yeah um, a capo. Yeah, who has um, who has uh, took the fall for a murder and has been in prison for 25 years and he's expecting to get reciprocated for uh, everything that he did for those 25 years. And instead, he gets uh, the go ahead to make an empire in Tulsa. Uh, <laughs> OK. Um, and a lot of uh, hijinks ensues. <laughs> It's actually a pretty damn funny show. Okay. Um, a lot of yeah, mob stuff actually is funny. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think, like if I think <laughs> of Goodfellas, I lock my ass off in Goodfellas sometimes. Mm-hmm. And Sopranos. So, yeah, that, that, that checks out. <laughs> and uh, I will say, I, I am going to give a heads up to anybody who watches this. And I do really like this show. But there is one scene that very much bothers me. And he uh, talks about um, pronouns and stuff uh, and is kind of an Ah. asshole about it. Um, So I am recommending um, partially the show. Uh, (laughs) Other than that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you know, that's a good thing to just mention, though. I mean, Mm -hmm. you were conscious about it, which. All right. That sounds cool, though. Um, Mm -hmm. I've seen it advertise a bunch so um all right mine is um not a christmas movie but based off of a christmas icelandic folklore Mm. um which is the movie lamb um (laughs) which is from what i understand is based off of an icelandic christmas uh like folklore 
Um, I couldn't really find out much about it on the internet as much as I tried. But from what I gathered, some people have on uh, just websites, reviews have said that this is what it's based on. So the movie is called Lamb, starring uh, Numi Rapice. Mm -hmm. uh, I can never say her name right. We uh, mentioned her in uh, Prometheus when we did our review back then. And it's about um, a husband and wife out in this Icelandic farm. You know, they just kind of live in their lives and uh, they discovered a half breeded uh, human slash lamb and they raise it to be their own. And um, it's kind of this very dreamlike um, family drama. Like that you, <laughs> um, it's an 824 movie. Um, and so it, it's, it's weird. It's atmospheric. Um, everything that you expect from an A24 movie, but it's also just weirdly just like if you're wanting like some crazy fucking ending, it kind of has one, but it is a slow, slow burn of a film. Um, most of the movies just dialogue, but I found it to just be completely engrossing. Um, I don't want to say more than that. Than this, it's a family drama where they are raising this lamb as their own. Um, mm. And you start to find out why they accept this lamb so quickly into their lives. Um, and it's just, it's really kind of sad, um, funny. Um, the, the lamb gets in outfits, Alex, and it's the cutest fucking thing. <laughs> She's just wearing these little outfits and it's just so fucking cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my recommendation. I don't really want to say more than that other than, this is not going to be a movie for everyone. Um, I personally absolutely loved it. If it came out in 2021, if I'd watched it in 2021, it probably would have been in my top five easily. Um, I just really, really adored this movie. But yeah, so Lamb, and um, it is streaming on uh, the old uh, Hulu. I believe. If my internet... I always wanted to give that a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's just you just kind of had to, you know, explain expect uh, uh i'm sorry no it, it's on paramount plus actually and it's on showtime oh. so you can have it off of amazon with your showtime subscription or hulu that's probably how i watched it i just it was on hulu when i watched mm -hmm. it so but paramount plus showtime and then um yeah then you can rent her it's the renting is kind of expensive for some reason it's like eight bucks mm. um and you so I would just say if you have Paramount Plus or Showtime, or just wait for it to be on a more normal streaming service. I'm sure it will be sooner rather mm -hmm. than later. Um, but yeah, that's my recommendation, Lamb, and uh, have a good Christmas time watching it. Mm -hmm. um, but so, uh, all right, let's announce our next block. But yeah, Alex, I'm sorry, you said you wanted been wanting to see Lamb. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think I really think you'd like. <laughs> it's an A24 movie. Um, yep. <laughs> So let's announce our next block. I mean, Alex, we're talking about it. And since there's oh, quite a bit of movies with sequels of franchises that me and Alex both um, I essentially almost have our entire year planned out. <laughs> um, or at least the first six months. I tried to do the math, even if we calculate missing a week or two. Um, stuff like that. But we are going to do uh, John Wick. Leading up to John Wick uh, Chapter 4. And uh, you can stream, I already looked this up earlier, you can stream John Wick on Pluto TV. 
and that's it. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you can rent or uh, rent or buy it anywhere uh, for you know three ninety nine or two ninety nine. All right. Yeah, it's just really weird. Um, <laughs> I was like Pluto TV. I could. I was like, I could swear I just saw this on Netflix like a month ago. <laughs> um. All right. Now we are going to talk about our final Tom Hardy movie, which is 2011's Warrior. Um, Alex, you haven't said jack shit, so I'm kind of scared here. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of Warrior? Well, uh, I am sad to say that I thought it was okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm sorry to I really am sorry to say that because oh, no, no, I know no, how no. much you no. love this. No, no, no. This is good. This is our first like disagreement discussion. We needed mm-hmm. one of these eventually. <laughs> um, well, but uh, what do you think was just like okay about it? Uh, you know, or I what can't really. Work, what, what didn't work for you? Was it just that it's a sports movie? <laughs> no, I actually okay. love sports movies. Okay. I just felt like it was it. It wasn't missing backstory, but it felt like it was missing more heart. It, really? It needed, yeah. Hmm. Um. To me personally, I, okay. I I'm sure you feel differently, but I mean the 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 chemistry was uh, kind of there for me, um, but uh, the dynamic was very interesting on why they were doing um, what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I uh, that's why I feel like it's okay. It, okay. There there's a little to both sides for me. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I'll say I. I fucking adore this movie. Um, and you know, that's okay. We're not going to agree on everything, but I think, um, what just works for me is that this movie is very influenced by Rocky, Mm -hmm. very influenced by Rocky (laughs) for fuck's sake. It takes place in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, even. So there's a lot of those. Um, I think what I like about it is that, um, one, I really like the lighting in this movie with the contrast of the characters. Um, mm-hmm. when you're with, um, Tommy, Tom Hardy's character, it's very drab. It's dark. Um, a lot of dark colors and stuff. And then when it cuts to, uh, Brandon, it's bright, it's colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it's sunshine and rainbows for him, um, yeah. on the surface at least. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. I actually find that they do a good job of establishing the wife and husband relationship. Like, you know, she's in the garage. Or he's working out in the garage and, you know, oh, I'll see if I can fix that for you when I get back. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk. Like, I, I was like, yeah, that's all I needed for to endear them to me. Because I just mm-hmm. thought that was a cute moment. Tom Hardy's accent's a little rough in this movie, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can't quite nail that Philly accent. Mm-hmm. Um, or even tries to. Um, I will say, I do sound like I have don't have problems with this movie. Uh, the pills were something I think I needed more of. Mm-hmm. that whole just kind of side storyline that could have been fleshed out a bit more. Yeah, it um, felt like it just kind of dropped it just, off. It just dropped off, right? Right when Nick Nolte says, no, I heard three rattles. This is two. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Nolte is fucking incredible in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I will so, say he's the best. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I... And I think some of the disconnect is that Tom Hardy's character is kind of a fucking asshole in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's... Is that where some of the disconnect comes from? Uh, no, because I felt like I kind of understood, you understood why, why he was. Like, he was. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, once you find out what actually happened, mm-hmm. plus, 
you know, Nick Nolte was a piece of shit, abusive father, from what we understand. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. Also, I like that Frank Grill is in this movie <laughs> as Brandon yeah. Trainer. Um, he's fantastic, and I like. There's a lot of characterization in this movie that kind of help you understand who they are just by single lines of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's that moment where he's like, "I got my place tied up in this, but how much do you need?" Mm-hmm. Like he didn't even second guess him, second question. He was like, "How much do you need? I can try." Mm-hmm. Um, so that just kind of shows like how close they are and how good of a just a person he is. Um, and I I like that. I like I thought the editing in this movie is fantastic. Um, just during the fights, especially. Yeah. Um, and Tom Hardy's a fucking machine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> in this movie I absolutely um, and it's not a sports movie without a montage and I actually liked how this <laughs> montage is edited with the tiny block screens and stuff mm-hmm. like that I was like it's a little bit different from or at least I haven't seen one like that maybe it was using Miracle but this is also the same director of Miracle um, which I oh. also absolutely adore that movie it's got the famous again scene uh with kurt russell i have them run scrimmages just back and forth over and over again just killing his uh team there really and then i just the moby dick of it all um brandon is um what's the name of the character in moby dick i've read moby dick oh um ahab Um, yeah ahab is brandon and moby dick is just this tournament Mm -hmm. um which i think kind of I understand this also movie. This movie can kind of come off as cliche. You know exactly what's going to happen at the end. There's yeah. no secrets about it. Who's going to win the tournament? Um, but I thought it's done in a way that's just done really well. But I'm sorry you mm-hmm. didn't like it as much as I was hoping. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I think I was probably bogged down a little bit by other movies in the genre like like creed and things like that i have mm-hmm. like a, a real love for for the creed movies so uh it may have put me in a place where i didn't enjoy it as much as say um like rocky or something right like that. right right yeah <laughs> um i actually i would say i like creed one more than this i think creed one's just one of my all-time favorite movies mm-hmm. um but i would honestly put this up there with the rockies uh, the Rocky ones, oh, the Rocky twos. Um, I really think this movie is just really that well done. Um, and also just hits me on dude that scene when Nick Nolte is drunk. It's yeah. just heart wrenching, just mm. heart wrenching. And you can kind of tell Tom Hardy's like, "All right, I fucked up here." <laughs> like, and he yeah. like takes care of him. And I, I, I like that scene a lot. Um, this movie for me is very emotional in the last like forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Um, the one thing I didn't need in this movie are the kids, <laughs> mm. the kid characters. Those could be completely cut out. I would have been fine with it. Um, I like the principal. I, also, there's just a lot of hey, that guy's in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of those in this. <laughs> mm. There's a lot of character actors like that one guy that's the principal. He was and I always remember him from Seinfeld. Um, and like the first like he's in like the first like five episodes of that show ever, like the first mm. season. Um. But yeah, uh, I'm sorry I didn't like it as much, but I'm kind of glad this happened, though, because um, we needed one of these movies for us to completely de- at least be a little bit more um, on a dividing line. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was bound to happen. Um, yeah. So 
I I will say though that when you were talking about it, it definitely put the movie in a different perspective for me, especially the the filmmaking uh, side of it, the the different lightings that they yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I even really think like, about that. Yeah, yeah, the different color palettes and stuff. I think are really really well done, and just like um, also just to kind of get into the realities of war a little mm-hmm. bit, and just like how I'm not trying to say I'm anti anything here um but just like the realities of yeah sometimes we accidentally do bomb our own people mm-hmm. it just and that just happens um and then like it was it's funny seeing kurt angle play the giant russian who is an american <laughs> gold uh winning um medalist he won a gold medal wrestling with a broken neck he broke the neck in the match and still won um holy shit <laughs> yeah kurt angle was a fucking machine back in the day he was absolutely in my top five wrestlers ever, maybe for me, um, just in terms of technical aspects of him. And plus he was funny. Uh, you would know that from this movie because he doesn't say a single word, but my God, he is jacked in this movie. And Tom Hardy's shoulders are just boulders. Mm-hmm. Like, and just like, I, it was just so satisfying when he finally fights that dude, my Grimes again, and just fucking just nails <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on him. And you're mm-hmm. like, this is, I was like, this is, should be illegal what he's doing to this man. <laughs> like, if, and I like how Nazis like, yeah, if he did that, someone in the streets would be fucking, they'd lock the key away. Like, they'd throw the key away. Um, <laughs> yeah, the commentator wasn't that great. I'm just glad Joe Rogan wasn't one of the commentators. That made me very yeah. happy. Um, yep. <laughs> um, and I think the one thing about this movie that is what some MMA fans call unrealistic is the weight class. Some of the mm-hmm. weight class uh, discrepancies don't really make a whole lot of sense, especially when you get That's to Koba versus Brandon. He's like a super heavyweight, and Brandon's a light, a light heavyweight at the, uh, or even just a middleweight, even at the biggest, or maybe even smaller than that, like a light middleweight or something like that. So, mm-hmm. like that was definitely like I'm like, yeah, this doesn't really make any sense, but it's a Grand Prix type of tournament, um, and I do like that Tom Hardy's just a brute. And he's more of the submission specialist. Mm-hmm. Like there's like they have their completely different fight styles. So when you do watch the fights, each of them feel different. And I think mm-hmm. it's just smart to have Tom Hardy's fights end in like ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because the real your your emotional investment is seeing Brandon actually get over him, get mm-hmm. over. Um, but yeah, I I really like this movie. Um, but uh, yeah, this was I'm. I'm glad that we had this little uh, disagreement on this because I think, uh, yeah, this is just the kind of thing that needs to happen. It was bound to. I mean, there, mm-hmm. there's going to be more. There's going to be yep. more. There's going to be something that you recommend. That I was like, ah, <laughs> I yeah, thought that like was going to I... be. I thought that was going to be Evil Dead, 2013. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, the newer <laughs> Evil Dead movie. I thought you were going to be. And I was going to be. Oh, I'm going to be shitting on. A, I'm be shitting <laughs> on this. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I. I had fun with this run though. This is a good little break. Oh, from a, fran- a good little break from franchises. Also, just really shows that Mario can kind of do whatever he wants, mm-hmm. um, except accents. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> he's just got that very thick. It's just like there are times where I was like, "Dude, your British accent's just slipping through right now." <laughs> um, but all right. Um, oh, what was your favorite fight? Oh, it was, one. it was actually Tom Hardy's first fight for the two hundred dollars. 
I oh, love yeah. that one. He just jumps in and just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> That's it. And he's like, you owe me 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that Tom... And plus, like, when you see Tom Hardy, like, when he moves in the ring, you're like, that's just Bronson. He's moving like mm-hmm. he doesn't Bronson. Like his footwork and everything was very mm-hmm. Bronson. So it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's just got his own little. And like we said, he won a gold medal in ju- what was it? Jiu-jitsu? Jiu-jitsu. Yeah. <laughs> so he's actually not a man you want to fuck with at mm-hmm. all. Nor would I because, god damn, he is just massive. My roommate was watching the movie with us. And he saw Tom Hardy like in a good lighting for the first time. And his shoulders mm-hmm. are just... It looks like he's wearing a cape of just flesh. Like, it's just... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> like, it's just insane. I was just like, Jesus. And then, like, his triceps. I was like, Lord! <laughs> he, and he spoke. He's like, I I was uncomfortable doing both Warrior and Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. He said he felt too big. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think I mentioned on the previous podcast. But, uh, all right. We will be back on uh, January 6th. Uh, New year, new year for the podcast. Um, Alex, any just um, actually, no, I actually have our um, question, our question of the day, Alex, and I think this is a good one. Favorite childhood Christmas gift? Ooh, dang. Um, do we hmm. go first to kind of kick your memory? Sure, okay. Mine is very obvious. It is my PS2 with oh, dang, my PS2. I got SmackDown, just bring it. And Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Those are both just absolute gems to play, man. I mean, just bring it. Obviously, not on the level of Metal Gear Solid 2. But as a wrestling fan, that game was fucking awesome. And Metal Gear Solid 2 was my first Metal Gear game. And that game blew my fucking mind. (laughs) Just like when I enter and my fucking footsteps are being left behind. The soldier can notice my footstep and follow them. Mm -hmm. It's like... Holy fuck, dude. That was like the moment I realized games were becoming more than mm-hmm. what I had been playing, at least. So that was like yeah. a huge moment for me in just video games, let alone my uh, my uh, all-time favorite Christmas gift by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's just like, it's probably not the best, but it's just like my favorite memory of opening up that box. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I will say that the PS2 is a big one for me just because I mm. remember my family saying like, "Oh, we got up in uh the middle of the night to go wait in line for oh, it when it first that's... came out." Yeah. <laughs> we both but, have wonder uh, we both have wonderful parents. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> but uh I for for the sake of having a different answer, uh I will go the Game Boy Color. <laughs> Oh, that's also a very good choice. I think I might have gotten mine else. Dude, like, I my memory's just so bad. I'm like, yeah, the PS2 is like the only one I even really remember. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so hard to even remember. It's like, it's like, I remember, I think when I was three, I got Rescuers Down Under on VHS. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I kind of remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my memory of, like, specific, it's just, like, certain, for a reason, that one sticks out in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Game Boy Color. Good time. I'm assuming Pokemon with that. Uh, yeah, Pokemon Yellow. Oh, uh, yeah, best. and I was like, one of the I was one like so best. excited. Yeah, I was, at the <laughs> I was so same excited you got to run around with him, like run around with Pikachu. Pikachu behind like, Holy you. shit! Yeah, yeah. It's still, yeah, that's <laughs> such a gem of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, just uh, any closing thoughts on our? It's not our 
um, we're not a year into our podcast, but uh, first year podcast. Uh, any thoughts? Final thoughts on the our first year? Uh, yeah, I think I I feel like we've really are hitting like a stride. We kind of. Mm-hmm. We start off like still doing surprisingly well for our first podcast, but I I think we kind of know what we're going for a little bit more than we did. Yes, get a little and, bit loosier, uh, juicier. Yeah, um, and I, I I like that we always have a um like a standing thing to to watch a movie and hang out for yes, a little while. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's that was really the excuse of this whole thing was just so me and Alex could talk more and hang out yeah. more. Um, and, uh, just get a chance and plus, uh, you know, like you may recommend things all the time, but this kind of forces us in a way to watch some of these things. And mm-hmm. It's just a good time. So yeah. yeah, we will. And yeah, that's my thought is, um, also I want to apologize for saying this is tough about a million times in the last episode during the game award predictions. It annoyed <laughs> me. So I know it annoyed somebody. <laughs> um, so I apologize for that. I did not realize just how much I say. It bugs me when people say too much of the same word in a podcast, too. I apologize for that. But my first thought is just like, man, it feels weird when I listen back on like the first or second episode. And I'm just like, wow, I actually feel myself. I got better at hosting mm-hmm. um, or just like growth and comfortability. Um, and I think even next year we'll give we'll, try to be even a little bit looser with things Mm -hmm. just kind of you know um of course we'll show the news and stuff like that but uh just less afraid to get on tangents and whatnot um yes from what i understand people have actually really loved that about the show um Mm -hmm. so um and i did someone did i got a dm from someone um saying fuck you for it was the when i made a joke that elder ring doesn't have a story Someone actually oh, damn. DM'd me. <laughs> I was like, I'm famous. <laughs> Wait, it was a random person? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I just immediately deleted it. I was like, whatever. Um But I was making a joke, people. I'm just I literally said, like, you have to take a college class on these fucking games. Oh, am I wrong? Yeah. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> so like Um I was just making that joke, man. Like, if that bothered you or offended you, I'm sorry, but like, to actually DM me and tell me to fuck off that I don't understand video games. <laughs> that's quite something. I felt famous for a second. It was very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just kind of laughed about it. I don't know. It's kind of funny. But hey, uh, I mean, I mean, you could uh, if you want me to say a controversial opinion, I'll I'll say it because I, they can DM, DM me all they want. <laughs> I I don't check that shit. <laughs> I was like, what is this DM? Is it my friend Jason? Talk to me about Elden Ring. Um, which, by the way, I've been playing nonstop. So I thought that was because I was literally playing it when I got that. <laughs> Damn. Which is what was made me just laugh so hard. I was like, I'm playing it right now, bro. What are you, what are you on about? Oh my god! But what's your controversial opinion? Oh, I do, I don't have one right now. But if you ever have one, oh, like, I got send one. it my way. You know, I I I have uh, quite a few. <laughs> um, I won't say anything about K-pop because I will be uh, deleted from the earth. Um, if I do, <laughs> um. I will say, uh, not really a fan of Rick and Morty. That's my controversial opinion. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And it really comes down to that fan base. <laughs> yeah. You're uh, not, yeah. You just don't, you're not smart enough to realize how funny it is. I'm like, 
No, I just, you know, I got past poop and dick jokes like 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so high on life might be a little rough then. <laughs> Maybe, because that's why I was like, uh, it's the Rick and Morty guys. I don't know if this is for me. Um, yeah. Which, hey, if, Alex, if you like Rick and Morty, more power to you, my friend. This is not for me. Um, but uh, I'm going to DM you later and, and yeah, talk so crap. Please about attack it. me. Please attack me. <laughs> attack me, everyone. I dare you. Um, come on, I want you to DM me. I want you to DM me. It's going to channel my Joker when they do yeah. it. Um, all right. Man, I got off on a weird tangent there, as people like, <laughs> apparently. But all right. We will be back January 6th with um, the Baba Yaga, known as John Wick. And I have a fun fact about the Baba Yaga, Alex, next week. Or <laughs> I can't wait to talk about you with that one. All right. <laughs> you have a good day, buddy. You too. All right.